0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Do the Thing dating experiment. Oh my gosh, you guys, this is going to be such a fun episode because I have a Do the Thing community member on with me who has just been a shining star through all of the challenges and it's been amazing to see her growth. And she has agreed to be on the Dating Experiment podcast because you know what, you guys, it's amazing to be able to have this time and be able to explore what you're looking for in a partner (laughs) and really be able to just kind of put it out there in the universe, what you want and what your desires are. And who knows, maybe someone will hear this and get in touch with her as well, which is always kind of an exciting thing too. So good. So I am welcoming Fontilla to the show. Hey, Fontilla. Hi, everybody. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. I'm so excited to do this with you because It's been so fun to see you in the community and you, I mean, we've talked about this a lot, but just for anyone listening, she is, we were just talking about her name, even she's got the fun in Fontilla because she gets, (laughs) she gets everybody dancing and doing all kinds of fun stuff, just engaging in the community.
1: Yeah. I like that. I'm, you know, walking around and just talking about your day and what's going on and what's happening, dancing and listening to music. Just don't hear me sing when nobody's watching.
0: I'd love to start off and just ask you the question of why you wanted to do this episode on dating experiment. What was it that caught your eye, and what are you hoping
1: to get out of it? I think just letting people know what I want in a partner, what I look for, and maybe there might be something in there that somebody would say, "Well, I don't know about that. Maybe you should change a little bit." Because I know I've known people that have this list of things that they want in a partner, and and I'm kind of like, well. Have you ever thought about that partner that's looking for you might not want those same things or they may be looking for those same things and are you following that list of things that you want out of a partner? Are you that same type of partner? So it's always like check yourself because you're writing these things but the person that you want, are you that person to that person? Did I say that?
0: You totally did and it's just really, <laughs> it's really coming alive for me because I think that kind of works that way both good and bad, right? Let's say you're, I noticed this, I have a holistic coach I work with. And so if I'm ever upset about something someone's doing, she'll be like, can you just look inside at first and see if you might be doing that in other areas of your life? And so life is like this projection, right? Where we're just projecting what we feel inside. And so I think that's really showing your level of self-awareness
1: that you are already knowing that. I think if you look at yourself, like I want someone who is good at communicating, and I I talk a lot with my hands sometimes. So someone that's going to communicate, I want to know how you're feeling. And I may not like it at that time, but we can talk about it. We can get through it. So if we can't communicate, then we can't have a relationship because I feel that that's definitely part of a relationship. I know people go for the, the sex thing. Well, if you're compatible and well, sex isn't always, that's part of it, but You want some kind of stable relationship. You want to be valued and you want to be equal and you want to be appreciated. So those are some of the things that I look for in a person. And as you're talking with someone, you'll get to know that whether they're that type of person for you or not.
0: I'd love to have you share a little bit about you and who you are and what you do and all the good stuff.
1: Okay. I am, well, I've been a widow for 15 years, never remarried. I dated off and on. I have two children and three beautiful grandchildren, two girls and a boy. Ooh, they'll kill me if I got that mm-hmm. wrong. I am a special education teacher. Before that, I worked for people with developmental disabilities, and I had done that since I was in high school. So it was about 30 years that I have done that. So I went back to school as an older student and got my master's degree in wow. the last three years. And where are so- you live? I live in Plattsburgh, New York. Okay. I'm an hour from Canada and a 20-minute ferry ride from Vermont. What are some of your favorite things to do? I like spending time with my family. I love to cook. I like listening to music, going out to dinner with friends, movies. I like to play golf, which I didn't in the beginning, but I like playing golf. I like all sports. I love football, so I can be found on Sunday Sunday in front of the TV, screaming at the television, watching football.
0: (laughs) What do you think you've really learned about yourself? Because you mentioned it's been 15 years. And so what's kind of come up for you? Because I imagine your whole world sort of shook up, right? And things
1: changed. And what do you think's been coming up during that time? I think after my husband's passing, there was a year that I gave myself before I would even not go out of the house. I did go out of the house, but like as far as dating and stuff, I needed to take that time for myself and make black back on what happened and why it happened. So I'm just going to put this out there. My husband committed suicide. Mm-hmm. So that was a hard thing for my daughter and I to, I don't think so much except it's just kind of dealing with it and what happened. So the year to reflect back on that. And did I see changes? Did I see differences? And so I had to set back because of the, the community that I worked in and the people that I worked around, because I worked also worked with people that have traumatic brain injuries. And a lot of people have thoughts of suicide. And even now with friends of mine, that they start talking about those things. So you have to set back and reflect on your life, like what happened what could you have done differently but there's nothing that you can really do except for be there for that person so when i stopped and thought about my life and what i wanted out of my life is i wanted that partner that would communicate with me and it's not that we didn't have a good relationship we did And every relationship you have your ups and downs and you know you have your highs and lows and you You're committed to this relationship. So you talk through things and we talked every day like it was nothing, like you and I having a conversation now. So the things that I did not see was just, they were there, but I guess I just didn't see that. Was I closed-minded too much? Did I close myself off to it? And when I think about it, I didn't really do that. It was just signs and things that I didn't see for myself as what was going on. And just going back to that and saying, okay, what do I want in a partner? I want somebody that's, we're going to talk about anything and everything, whether we, you know, we might be mad for a little bit, but at least it's out in the open and I know how you feel. So I want somebody that could be able to tell me that and me be able to open up and say, hey, I'm not liking that you're doing this. I think that you need to stop Or slow down on the drinking if you're drinking too much. I know we had a conversation like that one time. If you're drinking, slow down because I think you're drinking a little bit too much. And let's talk about that. Why do you feel the need to have so much to drink? And get those things out in the open because if you don't, then you're going to live that life of you're just going to be a passenger in your own life while that person's driving the car and you're just a passenger not saying anything, you know, not saying how you feel and where you want to go and what you want to do. So I think I've grown as far. I've always told people how I felt and maybe it was the way I said it. So I had to learn how to say it a little bit better than what I, than how I came across. Cause I think I came across as a person that was mean or stern. And I don't think I was really like that until somebody checks you and says, you could have said that a different way. So I always stop and think about how I say things to people.
0: Yeah, it's amazing when you're able to, regardless what happens in life, and then you're able to really look at it and just figure out how you want to be different. And it sounds like you've been doing that. I'd love to hear what you're looking for in a partner. You mentioned good communication, feeling valued and equal, and then also being able to really check each other when something's not going good, right? Wanting growth. That partner. Mm -hmm. I would love to hear kind of what else comes to your
1: mind. So, I'm writing my notes here. (laughs) So, when I think about a partner, you know, I want us to be, you know, mutual trust and respect that we can have a life together, but we can also have a separate life together. You're going to do your things with your buddies. I'm going to do my things with the girls, and we can all come together and do something at the same time when you have functions like hosting a cocktail party. Or just having people over for dinner, just a friends and family night, Mm -hmm. just to do something exciting and fun. When I want friendship, Mm. physical attraction. I know people say sometimes I just, and again, I had to check myself on this too, because sometimes I look at someone and I'm just like, yeah, no, that's not the person for me. But once you start talking to someone, their whole personality comes out. So... If I'm not physically attracted to you, there are other ways that I'm attracted to you. And I just, I had to get over the physical part because sometimes I'm just like, yeah, no. <laughs> so yeah, I really had to check myself on that one too. Because I'm like, well, that person could be looking at me the same way as well. So if all those things in between, and I want to be loved and valued and I want to be heard. I want us to be able to say, I'm not having a good day and just Not even have to communicate that and that person knows to just sit there with me and just sit there, hold me or just, honey, it's going to be all right. Or when you're ready to talk about it, we can talk about it. Just have that understanding without actually communicating to each other, but know that it's there.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Just being able to just really have that connection. I was also wondering what you would want to do with this person. You mentioned earlier when I asked you what you like to do, like golfing and music and Mm -hmm. things like that. Are those things you want to do with your partner as well?
1: Yes. And then the things that they like. So I want to try different things. I may not like, say, race car driving. He likes to watch race car driving or he wants to go to a race. I'll go because I want to see what it's like. So I want to be able to open myself to different challenges and different activities and different things. So I'm I'm always open to do things like that. What do you
0: think's been stopping you from getting the relationship that you want? Me?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's me. I work two jobs, so I'm busy, 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 but I do find time for myself and time to go out and play golf with friends, whether it's male or female and find times to go out and have dinner or just sit and visit with friends, just have people come over and just have just a social hour. Not really call it a social hour, but we just hanging out and just having conversations. So I think I kind of stop myself because when I go in, I'm going in hard and I wear my heart on my sleeve, so to speak. So you're going to know how I feel. I mean, I'm not going to throw that right at you like the first okay. day. Because I think that scares people away. I think I wouldn't do that because I've seen people do that before, and I'm just I've had that I'm like, whoa, back up, you don't really know me yet." <laughs> so I've had conversations where I have a really great male friend, and before we the first time before we even met each other, we spoke on the phone for like three months, and this was just everyday conversation, and he asked me all kinds of things like what were you like in high school? Just those questions trying to find out about me. So I kind of like those things where you're trying to get to know me without just the first thing, oh, we meet and bam, we sleep together. No, that's not working for me. Yeah. Because you don't know me. And why would I just jump in the bed with you the first time? So I want to get to know you just like you need to get to know me.
0: I'd love to hear what you would do on a dream date. So let's say you could do anything in the world with this person. Money's not an object, time's not an object.
1: What would you do? Where would you go? So this is after we get to know each other? Yeah. Okay, so after we get to know each other, I would like to take a trip and see how well and compatible we are. And just, I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. So maybe go to Hawaii or set and make a decision like, where do you want to go? Let's take a dream vacation and let's just go where we can do whatever we want, whenever we want, and however we want. So I think I would want to go on like this ultimate vacation and see how it pans out and maybe go from one spot to another. Like, okay, a week in Hawaii, let's go to Paris or something, you know, somewhere wild or off the beaten path that I've never been to before. Go on a journey.
0: What would you be doing? Are you uh, a sit-by-the-pool person or would you be doing adventures or what are your
1: thoughts with a little bit of both of those. One day let's just relax. And then maybe I like to plan things out because if something doesn't work out and you have to change your plans, I mean, I'm flexible, but if we're going to go on this trip, okay, let's plan what we're going to do. And are we going to take maybe a sightseeing tour? So you you always got to find out what's on the agenda and what we can do. And I'm pretty sure that I would look all those things up beforehand, but you also have to be spontaneous as well. You see something that's happening. Yeah, let's go, spur of the moment. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go out there. I've done that with friends have to spur of the moment. Like, hey, this is this is happening downtown. Let's go and check it out. And sometimes I go places by myself. So, I think being spontaneous is a good quality in a person as well, because I might not lay like oh, I'm not really sure what I want to do. But hey, let's do this. But I also like a partner who can say, well, I'm going to plan this out for us or have something planned that I don't expect. Just those things that come out of the blue, like, oh, you were listening and you yeah. you really care about what I want and what I needed. So just those things. I mean, being spontaneous is great, but also have some structure in there so that you're not just all over the place and trying to figure out which way to come back to
0: Yeah, what would be the cool surprise if he did something that you weren't expecting and
1: surprised you? A romantic getaway. Or just a getaway. Just, hey, we're gonna do this. We're gonna get in the car and drive. Yeah. And wherever we land is wherever we land. So those kind of spontaneous things are great. The car is packed. We're going on a trip. Are you ready? Let's go. I love you that. know, and it's a surprise. I'm not gonna tell you where we're going. It's gonna be a surprise. That that would be awesome. Okay. Now
0: we're going to ideal day. So what would be during regular life, something that is possible when you think of your normal schedule and things like that, what would be a fun date for you?
1: Okay. A fun date. Let's see. Probably just packing up a picnic, going for a hike. That way you're out in nature and you can actually bond over those types of things. And you can can realize, do I like hiking or do I not like hiking? I've gone hiking before, so... Not crazy hiking, but I've gone hiking, snowshoeing, just the idea be out in nature and have a good time. So I think just something like that, pack a picnic and go.
0: What's your regular schedule in terms of
1: your lifestyle? What do you do on a day-to-day basis? Okay. So every day, Monday through Friday, well, except for Friday, because, so I'll say Monday through Friday during the day, I'm a school teacher, special education school teacher, with my middle school students and we go all over the place in the classroom. So teenagers in the midst of being teenagers and middle schoolers. So they have their little quirks and they have their ups and downs. So my day just is dealing with all kinds of different personalities and emotions. So, and trying to teach on top of that. So like quick thinking, being spontaneous in the classroom. Okay, we're, instead of doing this, we're going to do this because I have to do this with this person out here. So I do have aids in my classroom. I also am a co-teacher for a group after school. Every third, Tuesday. say, we have a butterfly effect group, which brings awareness to the diversity in our school. We do monthly things like this month is Hispanic month. So we talk about different places and we bring about different ideals and what's happening in those communities. So every month, there's something different. There's Pride, this book, History Month, all those things that we do as a group. And the kids are the leaders and we just help them along. After work, I go to another job. So I work in a self direction program. So these are people with challenging disabilities. Developmental disabilities, intellectual disabilities that live on their own and in their own homes. And we do outside activities like we do every day, grocery shopping, house cleaning, laundry, the things that we do every day. We go on trips. Four years ago, we took them to South Carolina, just Myrtle Beach and did all kinds of different things. So vacationing. So I do that Monday through Thursday. Fridays I after work I have dinner with my mom. So every Friday is my mom's day and we have dinner. So and then on the weekends it's free for all. Okay, what am I doing today? And sometimes I change my schedule around. And like if I want to go golfing, especially in the summer my schedule is different because there's no school unless I do summer school. But I still work in the self-direction program but then that's when I take the time for myself. I go on my little mini vacations. I go golfing, hang out with friends that I haven't seen in a while and just do these mini trips, do things with my daughter, my grandkids. So it's a full schedule, but then I can also taper it back and just have that me time so that I can just sit back and relax and just busy. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I Oh, so busy. I'd love to hear what your me time looks like. What's the way that you like to replenish yourself? Do you have a specific um,
1: thing? I just kind of like maybe catch up on some TV, listen to some music. I might read a book or I just lounge around the house all day and just do nothing. It just kind of just just hang out. I may make a couple of phone calls, but it's kind of like my time. So if I want to talk to somebody, I will. If I don't, I'll call them later. I'm taking the time to just relax and refresh for myself. And most of the times I do that in the morning and by afternoon or something like that, I'm just ready to go and do something unless I'm cutting the grass where I live. And that's about a four hour grass cut. So that's kind of my therapy. I don't do it all in one day. (laughs) because that's not happening. (laughs) But it's therapy for me, sitting on the riding mower and just going around and listening to music. So it's like my kind of time to reflect back and think about how life is going and what I want to do next. I always think about going back to school and just getting more education, but I'm kind of good right now. But then there's always that. I want to learn. I want to learn more and I want to do more. Mm -hmm. So there's always that edge and I kind of like, okay, just relax for a while. Because like, I'm always on the go. And yeah. sometimes I don't know how to stop and smell the roses, so to speak. Harbor Base tells you to stop and smell yeah. the roses. And I just kind of, just over the last couple of years, it's just slow down and go at your pace. But I also want to make sure that I get into things that I haven't gotten in When I first got married, I was 21. So how you don't get to do all the things that 20-year-olds do at that age. So I'm doing that now. And I'm older, but I still got mind of a child. I say mind of a child. I'm like this big teenager. And I tell the kids, I'm a big kid. and, And they look at me and they go, yeah, you are. But it's a fun kind of thing. They're not being mean or anything like that. But I like to have fun and enjoy myself. So when I celebrate my birthday, I celebrate it at school with my students. So it's everybody's birthday. So oh, I love that. it's like it's a birthday. So they kind of look at me and like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's my birthday, but it's also your birthday. It's our birthday today. And we're just going to celebrate. So I do all these things. And I think that's my me time, too, because I bring them into my world and mm-hmm. we do a little bit of those things. I'd
0: love to hear a little bit more about your fun side.
1: My fun side? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my fun side. Yeah. I like jazz music. So I belong to a group called PB&J, which is Plattsburgh Blues and Jazz. So they have different venues around here. And they have, sometimes there's local artists. We've had artists come from Canada to come up and sing. A group of us will get together and go. And sometimes I just, I go to things by myself because... I enjoy my own company. I know that's conceitment, but I enjoy my own company. But I also invite friends to come along. I like to just get in my car and take drives just to anywhere, the back roads, places that I haven't been. Since I've been living in upstate New York for 35 years, there are places that I have not gone. I'm originally from Long Island, so I moved up here 35 years ago. So completely different speeds, I guess. How do I want to say, not speeds, like I know when I say Long Island, people say the city and I'm like, no, those are two different things. Mm -hmm. Long Island is more like the country, the further you go out in upstate New York, the further you go out, it's more country. We have farmland and we got right down my driveway across the road. There are cows in the fields over there. So it's kind of cool. And there's corn all around me here but I just like to get in the car and take drives to just around the countryside and I'll get in the car and just go. Other things that I'll do for fun. I'll just have people come over and we'll just play some music and hang out and we'll dance. We'll sing. We'll do crazy things. Like we'll play card games. We'll get out. And sometimes we'll have Halloween's coming up and sometimes we'll have just to get together that night, that evening for a few hours And right where I live right now, there's a cemetery out back. And for some reason, the moon is always shining. So it's like a nice moonlit night. And we'll walk to the back to the cemetery. And it's an old cemetery. And we'll read the tombstones and stuff and see if there's any changes in the ground. So you know, I do weird stuff like that. I like cemeteries and churches. Go figure, right? (laughs) I do a lot of things for fun. It's just spontaneous. Let's just go and let's just do it.
0: Okay, let's just imagine for a minute your future partner is standing in front of you. Who
1: are they? Oh, oh my gosh. Who are they? You mean personality wise or? However you want to take it. If there's anything that just kind of comes to you. Okay, so someone that's standing, I always tell friends of mine, find someone that is, I like tall, tall men. Don't ask me why I just like tall men. He's tall, he's rugged. Handsome, handsome for me. Everybody's handsome is different. He's kind. He's caring. He has that witty sense of humor. He would know if I need him at this moment. And when I come home, have something ready for me to drink or whatever. Just how's your day? Just that person that knows me and can relate to what I'm going through at the time and gives me that space. So if he was standing right here in front of me right now, he would be like, what are you doing? And I would explain and I'm like, hey, come on and and join me on the podcast and give your opinion of what you think our relationship is and where we should go from here. I would do that
0: And what do you think you would say to them about what you're able to
1: bring into the relationship? I think that for me, that I would say to him in this relationship, first of all, I'm bringing myself and my openness. I can be sincere at one point and then on the other side, I can just say what's on my mind and it might not be what you want to hear at the time, but this is who I am. So I would make sure that I'm telling that person, this is who I am. See me for who I am because this is who I am. So take me as I am or you can leave. I, I'm just straightforward about that. I know everybody has criterias. Do I have criterias? Yeah, but I can move those to the side when I'm with somebody and tell them who I am. I'm caring, I'm kind, I'm patient. I'm willing to go above and beyond and do more for that person than I do for myself. Because that to me is the ultimate act of caring and loving for someone. Because I'm gonna put not put my needs to the side but I'm going to put your needs before mine, but also remember that I have needs as well. So if you need me, I'm going to be there for you. And what I'm doing at the time can wait because right now you need me and you are important to me.
0: And I love the see me for who I am because we're kind of over all these superficial layers that people think they need to have to be in relationship. Now it's like,
1: okay, let's just be here for each other and see each other. Right. Cause I know people have this image of what the perfect female or male should be because we always see the 36, 24, 36. And if I was a Barbie doll, I definitely would be top heavy and follow her because <laughs> she's out of these proportions. And I think people see that. Like when we see models, we see thin people, but now we're starting to see more plus size models, models of different ages, different sizes and different sexes. So I think once we get out of that realm of having that perfect person as we would always see in the media, I think you'll get down to that real person and who that person is. It doesn't have to be the 36, 24 or the well chiseled guy because he's out there. But then again, he's not out there and your well chosen guy could be right in front of you. Just he doesn't have that six pack and those big broad shoulders and those muscles. Do we all want that? I guess at some point, yeah, we do. Do I want that? Yes. But then I can overlook some of those other things as well. So I look at a guy and I'm like, oh, look at those arms. and I'm just looking at the arms and the muscles and I'm just like, okay, now that I look past that, I'm more like I look into a person's eyes so I can get to know who they are and what they're all about. And if you can't look me in the face when you're talking to me, then I know you're not a genuine person. Not that you have to be staring at me the whole entire time, but when we're talking, look at me and not look away from me. Don't look down here because my face is up here. Yeah. I've had those conversations with people. Okay, my face is here. It's not down here. (laughs) Look at me. Yeah, I see you looking at me, but look at me.
0: So, yeah. Okay. We're talking to your future
1: partner right now. What do you want to say okay. to him? I am here. I am open to new things. I'd like to meet you and maybe, you know, go out, have a discussion, see where it goes from there. I like to start with friendship first and work my way up to that relationship. If you're out there. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and if
0: they reach out to you, what would be kind of a fun way for them to do it? I don't know if you heard any of the other episodes, but some people had said, send me your favorite song or what do you like to dance to? Or
1: what's your favorite book? Probably, what do you like to do? What are your fun things? Send me your fun things. And just, I like to know what people like to do for fun because does that make us compatible? But it might be something that I haven't done before. I like to go kayaking. And when people and when I say that, they look at me like, I'm like, yeah. I like to do all these things that I didn't get a chance to do, and I like to be out on the water.
0: Are you open to him emailing you or messaging you, or what would be the best way for them to reach out? If messaging, emails, fine okay. as well. Okay, cool. We'll put it in the in the show notes. Awesome. And okay, last question is: What is coming alive for you after this conversation today? What do you mean by coming alive? Is there anything that sometimes when you're talking and you're activating your voice, something might be coming up like, OK, I'm ready. Or is there anything that's just that's, that's just sticking like, out yeah, that's sticking
1: out. Yeah. Thanks. Not that I can think of offhand. I'm just for for coming up for me is homecoming is <laughs> coming up at school. So those are the things like football. I love going and watching the kids. And I always tell people that I go to the games for the single fathers because I know there's single fathers out there. So they they laugh at me. But those are the things that I can picture that's coming up for me and what comes out and what sticks out in my mind is homecoming and the dances and helping out at school. So when you help out, you meet all these people. So it's kind of nice. So Mm. you you network that way. My friend always tells me that I'm running for mayor because I'm always talking to people and stuff like that. I said, you never know. I might run for mayor one day.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been amazing awesome. getting to do this with
1: you. <laughs> yes, I enjoyed it. I think I need to host a podcast. This is awesome. See, yes, I love this. I want to. I'm. I want to do it. My girlfriend and I always a podcast. And, I happen and to like, know someone that can help you. <laughs> that would be awesome. I would love to do stuff like this. That would okay. Cool. That would be awesome.
0: And for the listeners, thanks for joining and. Do the thing and here's to meeting someone in a new way. Thanks for joining the dating experiment. Thank you for having me.